Find Your Cause, I love a good makeover. And when I learned about an organization doing good makeovers that also do good, I was all years. I'm talking to Tia Baker with Humble Design about their mission to help families find permanent housing through furnishing homes. joining us Tia. Thanks for having me. I have a little bit of a personal connection because I've already seen Humble Designs Warehouse um, in action. Yay! Yay. Um, But for a total newcomer to your organization, um, what's the quickest way to explain what you do? Okay, so elevator speech. Sure. Uh, So what we do is uh, we furnish homes for people who have transitioned out of shelters um, and into permanent housing. So a lot of times they get into their permanent housing and there's nothing in their house and it's really hard to acquire furniture when you get a roof over your head and your only paycheck is going to just keeping that roof over your head so we try to you know make it a little easier make it feel like home by not only giving them furniture but decorating the walls and making it feel really personal to them yeah and and one of the things that for me was a pretty easy next step to take is is the why Right, so yeah. what's the impact of the work on the families that you help? Oh my gosh, there's so much that it impacts, but we found that we're kind of that missing link. We found the niche um, when it comes to people going back to shelters. And so we found that by furnishing little things like furniture and, and um, decor and artwork and just things that make a house feel like a home, less than 1% are going back into homeless shelters. And so that is our why. It's keeping people off the streets, uh, out of shelters, and into their homes and moving forward with their lives. And in Seattle, this space, um, homelessness, it has just it has a lot of ways people are going to try to tackle the problem and to, to be helpful. What for you personally, uh, when you heard about Humble Design, was like, this is the way in for me. This is what I want to help with. Oh, my gosh. there's That's a very loaded question. There's so much. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much to that. Uh, for me personally, um, I was on that corporate hamster wheel. Um, mm-hmm. And every day, you know, I've been in Seattle. I'm not native to Seattle. I've been here for eight years. Uh, but every day, little by little, you see more people on the street. You see, you know, more families that are displaced. Uh, and you realize that it's bigger than just, you know, what you see on the street. It's, it's families that have sick kids. Um, it's families that are one paycheck away from being homeless or, you know, they've gotten out of a domestic violence situation. And so it can feel when you're just an outsider looking in how how can I how can I do something? What can I do? And I had heard about Humble years and years ago before they expanded. Because um, actually, little personal plug: uh, the CEO is actually my brother-in-law's cousin who started it. So there's a little bit of a family uh, tie there. Uh, but it was an easy way for me to say, "Oh, my furnished goods can actually change a family's life," and just by putting them in a home. Um, could be the difference between them staying or going. Um, And so that just kind of tugged at my heartstrings and just made me feel fulfilled in a way that I haven't felt before. Um, And it came at a time in my life where I really need to have some feeling again, (laughs) Um, you know, when your soul's dying a little bit. (laughs) So uh, yeah, it really helped me find my soul back. And it just, um, every, every Friday we do our Deco Days and every Friday is a reminder of just how one little thing can make all the difference and um, 
Yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna get emotional just talking about it. <laughs> um, I've watched the videos on your Instagram, and it does. It's all the feels, the the goosebumps, yeah. and the. Um, I know you have so many families you can think of, but is there you know one in particular, or even a sentence that was said to you um, from a family that you helped that really sticks mm. with you? Oh my gosh, I'm looking at uh, Amory here, who's sitting here. Uh, gosh, what was like? We have so many really good moments. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't even... Okay, actually, the most recent, we had two really great recent uh, reveals. I mean, they're all great, but they stuck with me because the first reveal was a mother-daughter duo. And, um, you know, from the moment she walked in the house, she couldn't really speak. She just kind of fell to the floor. And those are the most compelling moments. It's just that slow fall to the floor. Mm -hmm. But it's just... um, they really feel the moment. They really kind of have that weight lifted off them in that moment. And all of our volunteers get to witness that and be there. And um, hearing her say, this is more than I could have imagined, um, or what did I do to deserve this? Or I can't believe this is mine. Things like that are really big buzzwords for us that we're like, no, this is all for you. And it's reminding the families that we help that you are allowed to have opinions and you're allowed to pick out things and you're allowed to feel good in your home and uh, take ownership over something again. Uh, We also had another family that didn't speak English at all. They were from Congo and we had a translator come that was one of the case managers we work with and he's great. He translated the whole thing and it occurred to me in that moment that you don't need to speak English or the same language as somebody to see and feel the impact of what we're doing. Um, that can be felt just by standing next to somebody and looking at their face or watching them take in, you know, the fact that they have a, a sofa or, you know, family photos on the wall. That, to me, is um, one of the, the most special moments when we're doing homes. It's just kind of seeing them kind of let go a little bit and, and feel like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do this. Life is a little easier today. Yeah. Give us um – some numbers if you have them or we can follow up, but just families you've helped so far or average families you help in a year, Mm -hmm. something. So uh, we've been open now for a little over a year um, and we've helped 46 families thus far uh, and counting. And um, we've got about four great partnering agencies that we work with that um, provide all these awesome families to us. And, um, you know, nationwide, we're over 1,300 altogether. So um, we're in four cities, too. So not only in Seattle, but San Diego and Chicago and Detroit, where we are headquartered. So we are hoping to increase our impact um, every year. Yeah. What, what do you need? One of the points of Find Your Cause is to give really yeah. tangible action items. Yeah. Um, you're welcome to give a few of them. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> um, yeah. But... But what, what do you need, and, and how can people help? Well, um, okay, so generically, just if you want to get involved, you can volunteer in our warehouse. Uh, you can do a deco day, which is furnishing a home, and that's our bread and butter, of course, with 10 volunteers. Um, or you can do a drive or for little things. We always have uh, furniture coming in and out of the warehouse, but we really need the little things like decor and mirrors and artwork and um, bath bathroom kits and kitchen kits. Um, But bottom line, if I were to say, what do we need to operate? It's money, plain and simple. Um, We are lucky enough to have everything donated to us when it comes to goods and things that we put into a home. But 
you know, it costs us around $8,000 to furnish a home um, when we think about, you know, the cost of our movers and our designers and our trucks and everything that is involved in making the whole operation happen. And so in order for that to happen and for us to increase our impact, we really need the funds coming in. And so when people do exclusive days of service, for instance, with corporations, um, they sponsor a family for $5,000. And that $5,000 really helps us keep our doors open and really helps us um, be able to increase our impact. So, uh, you know, eventually our goal is to get to three homes a week. Right now we're at one a week. Um, But the more funding we get, the more homes that we can furnish and the greater impact you'll be able to see see us make in the community. Yeah. One of the things I thought was really powerful when, um, our team from work spent time in the warehouse is 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 those little things because I can remember I think most of us as children can remember like the one toy or the one bedspread or that time you got to pick out your own curtains yeah something very you know for me it's very visceral a couple of those things like I remember when I got to decide and I wanted my sister and I wanted bunk beds and Mm -hmm. you know my parents talked to us about okay well if you're gonna bunk beds like here's the responsibilities and here's what you have to know and they you know, that's a time in my sister and I's life when we shared those bunk beds that I'm just so grateful for. And it mm-hmm. feels to me like I can't imagine growing up in a way where I didn't have a, a thing like that to, to hold on to and to feel safe and consistent through. And so I, I challenge people to consider, you know, what was one thing you had? What was one thing that you were happy about? A roof over the head is great because it's, but it's mm-hmm. also, it sounds, it can sound generic or cliche to say sure. a roof over the head, but like, you know, what what is that painting of flowers in your childhood bedroom that you looked at before you fell asleep? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, personally, for me, I think for me, I I think I had the luxury of not really having to think about it, mm-hmm. and that's the difference between um, you know us and the families that we serve. Uh, a lot of times, we'll sit down and we'll ask kids, you know, what do you want? What do you what do you what are you into? What are your favorite things to do? What are your hobbies? Um, and a lot of kids will be like, a bed. And at first you're kind of like, ha okay. But then you like stop and you look at them and they're serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something as small as a bed reminds you that they aren't, in their minds, they have to, they've had to grow up pretty fast and they aren't kids. Um, and so when we go in and we're able to not only give them a bed, but, you know, give them some toys and some sports equipment or whatever they're into, um, they're reminded that they are kids again. Um, and that is a powerful moment um, and something that I'm grateful that I didn't have to ever think about. Um, but to lighten things up, I think, because <laughs> I'm all of a sudden going in a different direction. It's good, yeah, it's good. Um, but, you know, I think as a kid, I went off to summer camp a lot, many years, and I would create these, this is embarrassing, uh, vision boards of like how I wanted to rearrange my room when I got home. And so I'd create these boards and then I'd come home and then I would ask my mom for all the materials that I needed or the color schemes that I needed and I would come home and like rearrange my room. So it goes pretty well with what we do now because Anne-Marie and I have done homes uh, for some of our families and we have a lot of fun meeting with them and being like, okay, what do you like? What are your, what are your colors? What are you into? And then being able to go back to our warehouse and just kind of make that, curate those items and make that happen for them. It's super, super fun. Um, And the reveals are the best part because you're, you know, they're so excited and we make them close their eyes and um, it's just a fun experience and it just brings a little light to the situation that's been hard for them. Yeah. And what, so help me understand, there's a show 
There's a TV show, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, we have a TV show that's on the CW network. And you can see the reve- those are reveals that mm-hmm. are recorded and televised. Yes. Okay. Yep, they are. So it is uh, the founder and CEO, Trigger and Rob Strasberg. Uh, and they are the hosts, and it follows them around doing exactly what we do, furnishing homes, meeting with families, getting an idea of what they like, uh, and that's on Saturday mornings at 8.30, I believe, um, and it's on the CW Network. That's really cool, because yeah. I think people love a before and after. Yeah, so fun. And a before and after with this mission behind it yeah. of creating permanent housing that really works for people emerging from homelessness. Yep. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's super fun. It's such a, it's a, we need some of that feel good, don't you think? Like it's just, yeah. like, in, in our world today, yeah. we need a little feel feel good moment and um, just, you know, a way for us to connect to our community. And then I also think the families that we help, they really feel um, a connection to their community as well, especially when the volunteers are in the home. Because a lot of people, when they first do a deco day with us, they say, oh, should we leave and, like, not be here when the family comes home? Because I feel a little weird about it. And at first, you know, I felt that way, too. I was like, oh, it's kind of weird because we're just kind of staring at them. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you actually interact with them and you make that family feel like, oh, this is my community that's there for me. And, um, you know, they're talking me through what they did for me in my home and they're saying things like, oh, my God, this is better than my home. And it's always nice to hear, like, oh, my house is better than your house (laughs) and you just did this all for me. I mean, it's just it gives them a little sense of pride and and also just helps them connect with the people around them so they're not so alone. So that's what makes it special to me, at least. And so that's another capacity in which people can volunteer is Mm -hmm. to be part of the the DACO Day. Part of the DACO Days. Yeah, we have open volunteer days where you can, you know, join our, our volunteer database and and meet new people Um, and then of course the corporate days where it's an exclusive team building day but you also get to um, help sponsor a family too well there are plenty of uh, corporations in Seattle I think that that do those things and are looking for ways to help so that's always an awesome thing for people to take away too if they if they want to come see it for themselves Um, was there ever any sort of statistic or fact that you learned about homelessness particularly in Seattle that like like huh, that oh my moment. god I mean aside from just like I actually had no idea how many people were kind of behind the scenes of homelessness and I mean that in a sense of you know you go around Seattle and what people can see is what they believe to be homelessness so you're seeing the people in tents you're seeing people literally on the sidewalk sleeping um, but the population we serve are you know single moms like I said earlier and you know the domestic violence survivors and um, you know, families that have have a kid that it's been, you know, poured all of their savings into trying to figure out what's wrong with them medically and trying to make that situation better for them. And I think, I, I don't know that there was a statistic that, that got me more than just um, hearing about Humble and hearing about how they're really trying to take that stigma away from the different facets of homelessness and what it means and really trying to put a face to it. Um, and really trying to connect that idea of, um, hey, this could happen to you. Uh, you could be priced out of this crazy city that's growing um, at a rapid pace. And, uh, you know, it's just that that for me was the part that, that really kind of gave me a different perspective. Yeah. And that, that face, that face of the families, too. Because um, I think there is, unfortunately, an opportunity right now to – to become accustomed to what mm-hmm. we what we see on the street. I mean, 
I work yeah. here in Belltown and yeah. daily, right? And it's like trying to keep an open heart about the fact that there are many ways that people have landed have in the position in. that they're in and just avoiding the tendency to think, well, they must have, surely they mismanaged something in their life. Right, right. It's it's easy to judge, right? Um, and, you know, of course, there's some truth to some stereotypes, but what it is is a stereotype, and you don't know everybody's story. Um, and that's the difference, is taking that second to say, okay, you know, I'm not going to put my judgment on this. I'm just going to figure out how I can help. Well, that's actually, speaking of the broader global picture of who we are as humans, one of my favorite questions to ask people who are in the work that you're doing is, if you weren't in this work that you're doing, is there another cause or another mission that you that you care about and that you also support? Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, love. I'm just going to say I love this mission. Um, but I, I have a nephew who has ADHD, and I would support that tenfold. Um, he has had a rough childhood in the sense that for a long time they thought he was on the spectrum and had autism, and then that morphed into 10 different other things, and now it's just ADHD. Um, so I guess anything on that spectrum, ADHD, autism, it's very near and dear to my heart. Um, but, you know, there's so many great causes. So I guess it just it's whatever that hits home to you, whatever is personal to you. Um, and I love, love, love design. So I feel like I've really found my sweet part, sweet spot when it comes to Humble because it's helping families and it's also getting to do design. And those are things that I love. So it's kind of like mixing the two together. Yeah, you really found your cause, Tia. I did. I did. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> is there anything we haven't talked about that you were hoping to share with with listeners? Oh, I know I'm going to think of something after I leave, and then I can't run back to this microphone and tell everybody. <laughs> well, you could. You don't live I'm going to call away. in. I'm going to call in and be like, <laughs> one more thing. Um, I would just say uh, come visit us. Come do a Deco Day with us and um, reach out and go to our website and check us out and go to our Facebook because we are very social media forward because we do all of our before and afters like you mentioned earlier. Love the before and afters. Instagram. Anne Marie is our social media guru, so she makes us look really, really good. Uh, and so before and afters on our Instagram, our stories of our families on our Instagram, and then you, know, you can tune in every Friday. Um, we do a Deco Day. And if the family signs off on it and we can go live, we do. And so um, you can tune in and watch our live reveals every week. So that's just a fun, interactive way that people can get involved and see what we do. And they can also see if they've ever donated their goods. They can see you know, us put those things into action and repurpose them and give them new life. So that's always fun as well. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Tia, you mentioned so many community partners that help make Humble Design possible. Um, would you mind sharing just a few of them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have a ton of great sponsors that we're really lucky to have that um, have helped us make the impact that we're making. Um, and the first one I'll mention is U-Haul. They're great because they've wrapped our trucks um, and they help us really get the job done, get the furniture to and from our warehouse to the homes. Um, we have CB2, which is so great, and they just opened here in Seattle, so they've been so great at supporting us um, with doing shopping days, and uh, they actually help fund our Chicago office. 
And then uh, Clorox supplies all of our cleaning supplies and um, allows our families to get these really cute bags of cleaning supplies. Um, Thrive Cosmetics is an awesome, awesome um, organization and company that um, supplies all of our families with makeup, clean makeup, uh, which you feel good about using on your face nowadays. Um, And we've got really great local ones too. Um, Queen Anne Frame is wonderful. Um, They supply... uh, you know, all the artwork for our family. So when you see these awesome gallery walls in our uh, reveals, Queen and Frame really does a nice job with that. Um, what else do we, Casper? Oh, Casper, can't forget about Casper. They do our mattresses and Article provides some really great um, pieces of furniture for us as well. So when you see that nice, modern, sleek furniture, you could probably guess it's from Article. Great. So that's pretty much that's pretty much it. We're awesome. very lucky, though. Very lucky to have that kind of support, and they do definitely contribute in in very important and different ways. Yes, <laughs> yes. When it all comes together, it makes a beautiful home. So that's that's the beauty of them working together. So. Thanks, Tia. Thank you. Thank you.